and then you will say featuring Elizabeth Martin. Martin. Elizabeth Martin. Can't mess this up. Elizabeth Martin. Elizabeth Martin. Yeah. Let's do it. Welcome to No ID Why Matters. Questions with a Creator Edition. With Elizabeth Nelson. <laughs> Martin, right? Yeah. With Elizabeth Martin. Yes. And we start this episode. I have a lisp. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Welcome to how I feel every episode when you're editing. <laughs> okay, off to a strong start. Over to you, Ent. Who are we talking about today? We oh, are with Martin. Yes. I already said that. You already said that. Yes. They're at the top, bro. I'll lead it over it to you. Can't speak. Oh yeah, today we're just. <laughs> Okay, I, it is fair that I introduce her because yes. I I did find her art. It spoke to me at the Melrose Trading Post, and that was the one and only time I think I went. Uh, it was, My relationship with her is through you. Yeah. I want, I mean, hey, if, if we could. I still haven't can, met her in person. Exactly, right? Like, if I mean, like, I want to have a relationship with her too, but I don't because I didn't buy but her. But you kind of do now because we have really fun voice texts that we yes, send back. Yes, about and forth. the British Bake Off. About British Bake Off. And Bonding. So I want to meet this. I mean, I hope she's cool as she seems. She's as cool as she seems. I know. She And she's so just like generous she's with, cool as well. with her, like how she shares her thoughts on things. And I love that. Which is why I was inspired not only by her art, but just getting to know her. She made a piece for me. I didn't think I would come to California. Beautiful pieces. It's the, We have three of her heart pieces mm. on our wall. And we have thought of stories about them and just different ideas about who these hearts belong to. They're so and different. meaning. They're so cool. And she's just a very um, creative individual, and I'm happy to know her. And so the idea behind this segment, this whole thing, is like getting to know these people more. Getting to know your creators. Yeah, getting. I like that. Mm. Clip it. Talk about it. That. Be Talk about, about it. Be about it. Put it in the template about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And so we, yeah, are excited to get to know this creator more, and I know that she is not only just an artist with, like, canvases and painting and sculpting things, but she is a writer, and I'm sure she will inform us on many other things with her beautiful, juicy... Juicy. Juicy insight. Insight. Give it to us. Boom. Okay, so let let me think about that. So what kind of artist do I consider myself, and how long have I been... Um, creating the artwork that I'm currently making. I think that was the question. So um, I would say above all, I am a storyteller. So that's the kind of artist I consider myself. Like I, anything that I do or I create, my motivation is to tell a story. And and I think that that um, is reflective in probably everything that I do, whether it's if I'm writing um, a story for like a book, if it is a film script, um, a commercial script, if it is visual arts, 
uh, if even if when I'm baking, um, you know, I feel like that that is also an art form and I, and I do everything. So to convey something, whether it's to, you know, some, you know, some kind of to spark an emotion, um, to send a message to, to tell it ultimately my goal is, is to tell a story, right? Like that's, you know, my mom always said that, um, you know, artwork and art isn't, it's crap. Actually, she, she actually said it, it's shit <laughs> if it doesn't convey, um, or invoke something like some kind of emotion. So I feel like I failed. If you read something of mine and you don't take away like something, if you don't feel something, if you don't take away something from it, I feel like it's, you know, that it's a failure, uh, with my artwork, the same thing. If you look at my artwork and you don't take something from it, like there's a piece of me that, that you should be able to, to, you know, recognize or to be able to, to pull from it and say, Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's Lizzie. Um, but if you, uh, my dog is drinking water like super heavily. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it, but anyway, so um, also like, I hope that everybody that looks at my artwork takes something or reads one of my stories or sees one of my videos that, that they, that they feel something different, maybe something different than, than, than I felt, or maybe they completely understand what I was feeling, um, when I was making it, you know, like, uh, we could talk about like the different pieces, you know, that you have actually, um, and go into those individually, or if, if there's a piece that, you know, you feel like you want to kind of go, Hey, what's the meaning here? Uh, you know, what were you thinking? A lot of my, my artwork, my visual art has social commentary of how I'm feeling. I usually get, um, you know, something, something spurs, uh, you know, some motivation or inspiration that I see in society. And I'm like, you know, I need, I've got to say something about that. And a lot of times it's a very raw emotion when it comes to my visual artwork. Um, that usually it's something that, that I feel like I have to, I've got a creator, I've got to say, and, and it has to be permanent, right? So I don't like, if I open my mouth and I use my words and I say something, they, they evaporate seconds later, right? You may have some lingering emotion or feeling later and go, oh, Lizzie said that. And I remember when she said that, but I feel like that there's no permanence with that, right? So when I create something and, and I, if I, if I feel like I have to say something super big, right. Or if I have to say something that is, um, that I, I want to exist in this world for longer than maybe I do. Right. Or if I want to say it so loud or, you know, maybe even in someone's face, like get people to pay attention to whatever it is, because it means so much to me, I will either write it or draw it, or I will put it into my artwork so that if taken care of that piece of artwork and that part of that little, you know, grain of who I am as a person and that part of my voice or emotion, then it exists for a long time. It doesn't just dissipate. It doesn't evaporate and, and just become air. And it, 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 hopefully it's not, um, forgettable. Right. Um, and then I guess the next thing is, is like what I'm working with right now. So the medium that I'm using now and the artwork I'm creating now, I have been doing this for four or five years. I've been working with this medium of this liquid to solid foam and carving it and, you know, doing things like that for four to five years. And 
usually, I mean, recent, I guess I started with the, the heart and the lungs, like human organs. And I do that because, you know, I, I studied medical anthropology when I was at university. And, um, but before that, when I was a kid, I was just fascinated with the human body about how, you know, we have these, these different organs that are inside of our, encased in our skin, right? (laughs) That they're basically like, they're like hunks of jello, right? To just kind of put it, you know, in layman's terms or, you know, in a very simplistic way that it's like these just pieces of like cello that, that once you combine them, string them together, right? With like nerves and veins that they're just strung together inside of us. And then somehow, you know, collectively put together, they animate a human being, right? I just, I'm fascinated by that. And especially like things like the heart and the lungs and the brain, right? I mean, those are those are my favorites. Um, I've recently become a little bit more fascinated with the reproductive organs, like the uterus and the fallopian tubes and ovaries. But um, I just say all of our organs tell a story, I think, you know? And so the, the, the medium that I'm using, it's very porous. So it does, it replicates that um, the structure of you know, these, these human organs. Right. But also it's not just other things that are organic, like waves, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like that the ocean is the most magnificent part of our planet. Right. I mean, there are other things that are super cool, but I'm drawn to the ocean and to waves, like, you know, like a moth to a flame. Like that is my, it's where I find my, my peace. And, and I feel like I'm kind of one with the world when I'm near the ocean. And so one of the pieces that you have is reflective of I sculpted the waves, but I also put trash in it, right? Because I'm angry. Um, That's part of the the part of me that that shows my distress with, you know, pollution in the ocean and how, how I wanted to show something very beautiful, right? Like to recreate the the power and the majesty of those waves of the ocean, right? But then I also wanted to defile that with, you know, trash. And that's, that's kind of what that's what we do is, is human beings with a lot of things. It's not just with the ocean. It's with, with each other, right? With words, with, with, a, um, you know, uh, what we do in relationships to one another, but, but also to the planet. Like, I feel like that that particular piece is one of my favorites because it is a, a representation of how is, as humans that we do defile so many things, including each other. Right. Um, and one of my other pieces that is the same thing is the one that is the black lungs. Right. And that one has the cigarettes shoved in it and the pipes and the, I think there's a vape in there too, if I recall correctly, but like that's part of that is like, it's, it's sometimes when we do those things, you know, it's so raw that it is beautiful and interesting, but at the same time, it's so destructive and terrible, right? Like, I don't know. I think I, I like to look at different ways to do things and see things. So I, as an artist, I started off doing so many different things um, at a much, 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 much younger age. And ultimately now here we are, this really um, organic, uh, you know, medium that I can't control. And I think that's part of the beauty of it is that I can control it to a point, right? I've been working with this for so many years that I can control it uh, to a point, but then I have to kind of let go and let it be the monster that it is. Right. And then I just have to make art from that. And usually it speaks to me. And I know that sounds weird, but it's not like, Oh, Hey Lizzie. Uh, 
do this. Like it just is an intuition or a feeling like, um, I, I I'll draw something, the hearts. I don't, the hearts, I just know in my mind. And so I just start with, uh, you know, I, 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 I put them, I put the foam onto the canvas and I let it kind of cure. And then I, I go to carving it out. But the other pieces, um, you know, I can, I'll sit down and, and I'll just stare at a, this is going to be so weird. <laughs> People are going to think I'm crazy after this and you might, but I, I'll sit at a, a piece of paper and I've done this since I was about three years old as I look at something, just a white sheet of paper or a white canvas and I see whatever it is. If I just get really calm and if I get really quiet, it's like, you know, when you, you're looking at um, a light bulb and then you kind of look away or you're looking something that's like illuminated by art. I mean, not by art. <laughs> it's illuminated by light. And, and then I see a work of art. Um, visually on that piece of paper so it's just it's like it's outlined and it, it you know on the piece of paper it's almost like paint by numbers I don't see colors I just see that it's there in like light right and then once that happens I'm like oh there it is that's the thing and then I'll write it uh I'll draw it out onto uh the piece of paper or the canvas and then I'll bring it to life right and then and then while I'm doing that like I usually don't it's always I don't have a color choice in mind until I get to where I feel like it's breathing or alive on the canvas. And then it just talks to me. It's like, Hey, I'm, you know, and my intuition says this needs to be exactly this color blue. Like this needs to be black. Like this needs to, and it's not so much, um, that I feel like my color choice. So a lot of times my color choice, I've, I've thought of ahead of time, like blood red, like I need something to be blood red um, or whatever. But a lot of times not like, then it's like, Hey, it just speaks to me and it tells me. So I, I know I start off with wanting to, you know, to send a message. Right. And that ultimately it's like this overarching, you know, ever all encompassing thing that just I'll throw up onto the canvas or it's like, beforehand I'm like this color is part of the motivation of the story right or the thing um and so but you know sometimes it's that way and sometimes it's not that way but um anyways I hope that that, that answers those questions <laughs> I will say that was incredible <laughs> and I feel like despite honestly it being 11 minutes like I didn't feel like I was sitting through someone just like talking at me I really feel like there was so much so much to take from everything she said mm -hmm. I don't know if you have anything that you wrote first I feel like I wrote way too much because I was like oh that 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 it was, yeah I was I was like yo I liked a lot of it I like I liked how she explained it some things were she was like she finds art and like different things and um and I was like oh I totally agree and I, I think that like, I'm curious about that because a lot of art forms come from just being curious about things. Yeah. So then it's like if we find out not not what the art is, but it's like what thing inspired that? And she's like, oh, I was into this. And it's like, oh, and she brings so much of her into the art. And I'm, I think it's so fun because it's like, oh, how can I do that? Do I do that? And it's like, yeah. Yeah, that's ex when she was talking about the food of his course, like, oh, no wonder we're talking about Great British Bake Off because she's doing that with her food, which we're trying to do more, more of that, too. Just enjoying the kind of creative, artistic process more, I would say. Oh, yeah, I, I love it when you love what I make because it's like 
I was creative with it yeah. in my mind. Even yeah. if it's just salt and pepper, I'm like, I waited for this certain temperature. I'm like, ah, is this soggy? Is this? So it's fun. It's like that's that's like music. It is. I thought about that too with just the like, if you have one thought for an inspiration, like fine, let that be the thought. And and if it's if you don't want to channel it in this medium, you can channel it in other mediums where like that's just so reassuring with everything we've been talking about. And so yeah, I. I wrote, uh, well, first I was, like, loving the dishes in the background. I was like, that's so relatable. <laughs> like, the clinking. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. I loved it. I, I really did feel like it was so homey, where I was, like, at home with her. You know? I felt like I was like, oh, I want to visit her in her kitchen. <laughs> I wonder what her kitchen is like. Give me the home tour. Maybe that could be part of our, like, creator profile is, like, give us the home tour. <laughs> How do you live your life? Welcome, MTV Cribs. But yeah, so she was like, whether it's a book or a film script or visual art and videos, baking, like that was just so cool to to hear where it it's like it doesn't we I know her from this this medium because yeah. this is how she inspired me. And then she's probably got a bunch of people in her life, too, that just either know her as a writer or know her as just one thing. That's so interesting. I mean, I think that's cool. I think that's what we want. It's like I wanna I just wanna do things because I feel drawn to it. And yeah. then have those communities. Be a part of those communities. Yeah. Like that's cool. It's like I'm interested in your not only your art, but then it's like what else? Because you're just I love your art, so I'm also interested in other things. Yeah, yeah, and like she said, where it's kind of like you see something of hers and she it's like that's Lizzie. That's my so stamp Lizzie. on it. Yeah, I wrote that down. That's so cool. <laughs> that's so Lizzie. Let's do a show that's like a 90s, like, kind of throwback Hannah Montana vibe. Like, that's so Raven, Hannah Montana, that's so Lizzie, Lizzie McGuire. I love all it. of it. Combined. I love it. Okay. I keep visioning, like, when they, the guest star, she comes through. Oh, is that Lizzie? <sighs> that's so Lizzie. And I they're like. wait to talk before they cry. Everyone is clapping. Guys. I'm here. Guys, I was only gone for a week. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she's wearing, like, the cutest outfit you've ever seen. That's so Lizzie. Yeah. And then she, like, puts her sunglasses down or something. Because she's wearing, like, colored sunglasses indoors. Because she's, like, just got back from Paris. And is so cool. As a beret. <laughs> you already see it. You already see it. The beret. Yeah. We saw berets at Target. Speaking to we me, did. it's coming back. We did. There's a reason for all of it. Yeah. Um, okay, well, my computer just shut shut it off. Charted. It just shit. Just a shirt. It just took a shirt. <laughs> like, one of the things that, that she said is that um, she has commentary. Wow. When they see the work, they want to have. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> my notes. Okay, take two. Uh, um, Another oh, thing she I'm said. Wanna, I wanna, <laughs> no, no, I knew. That's why it sounded terrible because I didn't even want to talk about that. It was about your journaling. I love that. I loved your drawings for journals, entries. I thought about that. Um, I really love that, by the way. I thought about that when I'm like, I really do enjoy, I did enjoy that. I mean, for you, because you draw, and I'm like, what what else better to, I mean, I I wouldn't say, because journaling can be other things, but I think for you, it's like, it's just as powerful, and then I think you can even make art out of that, right? Like, I I mean, isn't everybody, Taylor Swift is singing about heartaches and heartbreaks and i feel like she's just doing it on purpose some people are singing about a certain lifestyle and they're married and it's like yeah 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 but you know i think they can still put their selves in a certain position yeah that's that's creative 
I even thought about when you said that, like, ooh, give it to as inspo to rabbit stickers. Bro, just fun. like sell stuff to That'd be, be fun. And then you could have I'm even saying you could have stickers where I create it and then then you could have a whole personal brand around how you're feeling and people relating to that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I bought your it, why am I doing this sticker that yeah. you drew or whatever. Yeah. And I, I love that. I love that you do have a point of view. It's a cool thing to recognize where it's like it does come into... It, there is a through line even when you don't see it sometimes. And where that is, a, like you said, it's a point of view. Um, yeah, kind of like she said. And then you you use it when you feel like you have something to say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love when she said it's like a statement that stays longer uh, than because we talk about, like, remembering things, writing it down when we have this thought of creating this thing. And part of me is like, yeah, if that thought's meant to reoccur, it will. And then the other part is like, that was a strong, like, that was a really cool, important feeling. And I want to remember that somehow, whether that's through a blog or through whatever medium. And I really do like what she yeah, does with it. I just love her art. It's really cool. And so, yeah, I would be fascinated to hear and see what other what other mediums she works with. So I have to get to know this creator more. I need to, Lizzie, I need to just, like, look at your website and stalk you a little bit more. You know, more just, research. We just got to do MTV Cribs. Yes. She like, got to show us around. <laughs> I really would love that. This is the dog. Let's make it happen. This is the, we just got to, where is she at? Where is she at? I think she's in Texas. Come to us. That's that's ah, yeah, that's cool. Let's all do a trip up to we like Joshua Tree. We could do a virtual. We could just do a virtual. <laughs> Let's do a cocktail hour on Zoom. <laughs> Lizzie, where are you at? Okay, Lizzie, what did you show make? us around? All right. Okay. Oh my God, tell me how it tastes. <laughs> mm, can't even taste the cheese. And that'll be the yeah, that'll be the whole segment, and then we'll talk about it on the podcast. Oh, that's perfect. See, we just feature these, uh, the creators in all the ways. People just like, what? Fully, I wish I was there. Fully let us into your life. That's it. That's all. That's a, that's why we're doing it. Yeah. We're just so curious. We need to know everything about how your brain works and what you create because you speak to us. We're drawn like the magnets, like the iron. We are drawn From, like your drawings. We're drawn like your drawings. <laughs> exactly. Well said. Um, and you would get the iron gravity, bit. Like in the gravity universe. Like in our universe, planet, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Like, that is the, I'm going to promote that fucking documentary here along with Pepsi Where's My Jet because they just deserve those call outs. It's funny because Morgan Freeman, I don't think, I don't think, he, I don't know if he's an atheist or I forgot what he is. He, I don't Talk think about he, it. I don't think he believes in God. I don't know if he, I mean, pretty sure he believes, but I, I think it's cool that. As an artist, like he's he's doing things that align with his his understanding. Yeah, belief, yeah. Belief. That is cool. They got a great voice that just happens to align. Believe, yeah, the big or bang. Was, God was it what him is God? Was he somehow involved in it? Like that's interesting. God, no, the big bang. Yeah, the yeah. big bang. Morgan Freeman is the bad. guy that I can see saying that, and that's what I kept thinking too throughout it. I mean, I love the science behind it though. I know. Really was so beautiful. This it was stunning. Yeah. Like the visuals were stunning. But when she was talking about like it needs to have an impact, I was like, Oh my gosh, things that we do watch has even when we're like, What? How did we get this impact out of the universe show or film or whatever series? Yeah. It's like she was like it, it 
she just hopes it invokes emotions Some or sort something. of emotion. And I'm like, I, you told me that today, and you were like, hey. Yeah, you, you made an impact. You make an impact here. What about here, here? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. And you get that reassurance where it's like, I, I hear it too, and making an impact, taking the time of something you just enjoy doing, where it's like she just has to. She's like, I just feel like I have to get this out somehow. And then... If other people enjoy it, then that's cool. Cool, yeah. Like, I, I just hope they feel something. and that's. I mean, that's how I felt with the music video. Yeah. Just putting it together. Like, I really do hope it's for us. I love it. Or we look at it and it's like, oh my... Because we do... Well, I you know me, I brag about the past old times. Because that's, that's what I like. I think that's why I do it. Yeah. So I want to... But I want to have more shit instead of just having fucking... Hey, look at the old stuff I shot. Bro, turn that I did, off. I did. I put it on Do Not Disturb, bro. It's not listening. You sure that wasn't you? F's this, that, what? I don't have a Mac, bro. Bro, that, that's not a Mac sound, bro. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Let's see. It could have been me. <laughs> there, that should fix it. Is that going to turn us down? No. Okay. <laughs> Just want to make sure. Great um, question, great question. Okay, well... We have three more questions to get to with her. So I am loving everything we're into, but we're already 28 minutes in. So there's going to be a lot to probably edit down. And we'll 15 see. minutes per question. Let's go. Next question. Ten, ten Unless minutes. you have anything else that is pressing. Question. Go. No. I mean, you know. Okay. To respond to your question about who inspired me in the past and, you know, who inspired me now or who is inspiring me now. Um, I guess I'll start with who inspired me in the past. And I, you know, when I was really young, I, um, I think I started drawing when I was like three and that's when my mom was like, crap, like, what is going on here? Like, you know, <laughs> you don't color outside of the lines with crayons and you're three, you know? Um, and I, my ability to hold a pen, I guess was kind of to have those fine motor skills was really kind of uncanny. And, um, and my mom recognized that early on. And so my mother had this friend and his name and he's since passed away, but it's, he was um, a military veteran and, and he went to Vietnam and things like that. And his name was Ron Ratliff. And um, he was this really amazing artist. I, if I'm not mistaken, he may have been the guy who um, came up with Jeffrey the the giraffe you know from Toys R Us like back in the day Jeffrey like the very first Jeffrey and so or one of the versions but he outside of that like he had these beautiful you know um dark sometimes dark uh you know paintings and I would as a kid he my mother we had this um we had this space where we, in Houston where we had a house that we had a, a you know a, a garage that was like this upstairs apartment and Ron would use that as his studio and he would go up and um he'd go up there and he'd have these massive like floor to ceiling because the ceilings were really big very, very tall in that space and he would paint these things and I was like just awestruck right and I was really young to be introduced to that and I will say that my mom when I when she realized kind of where I where I fell artistically she purchased this book right and it was full of like art 
from the beginning of time until modernity, you know, back then when I was, it was in the eighties. Right. And so the F, you know, nothing was um, off limits in that book. Right. So I, you know, I learned about human anatomy, um, you know, all male and female, you know, and, and some explicit things, some not like nothing that was too inappropriate, but it was all art. Right. And so, but I learned all of the, the different styles and the different, you know, what, what's the, how is art defined, you know, you know, across the, from the beginning of, you know, human existence. Right. And so um, that was really cool because I had this little education um, with this amazing, and it wasn't like little kid, you know, somebody's a little Susie's first art book. No, it was like very, uh, you know, highly, uh, like I would say, I would even say, I don't know if it was a college book. I remember, but it was a lot more profound and intellectual than just, you know, here's this little art book for this baby. Like my mom just sat it down on the floor and basically walked off. And I was like, holy crap. And I just started going through the pages and just my mind and my heart were just like consuming everything. I was like, I, I have to see all the things and look at all the things. Um, so that was really inspirational. I don't know if I had a favorite there, um, but even the history of like jewelry was in there. It was so cool. So, um, but back to Ron. So I, I remember I went to, I just wanted to tell things like share things like Ron did. And so I, um, <laughs> I went to school and I think I was probably in kindergarten or first grade and they, they, um, the, the school called my mom and they're like, Hey, we need you to come up here. We have a problem. Right. And they were, like, <laughs> they were like, we've got to talk to you. There's something, you know, we need to, to speak with you about. So, you know, my mom's really freaked out and she rushes to the school and she gets in there and they have this drawing that I've done. Right. And they show it to her and they're like, we're really concerned about this. Like, this is very dark. It's very like, what, you know, what's going on in Lizzie's life? Like what's happening? And mom's freaked out. Right. You know, and they hand her the drawing and it is a, like mom just starts laughing and she starts like smiling and she's like, this is incredible. And they're shocked. They're looking at mom like, what? <laughs> what? Like, this is not okay. Well, it was, I had, almost exactly recreated one of Ron's um, really dark pieces called Night Spirits. And it was like black and white and it was very gritty and it was like kind of scary. It was so cool. Um, and mom was blown away. She was like, you know, you don't understand. Like this is a replicate of, of my friend's artwork. Like you, this is amazing. Like you don't understand. And so my mom was always like really cool about how, how she uh, supported me in my artwork and um and also that she if if I did something weird she didn't like call, label it weird right like also I will I will say this that as a kid I was I loved scary things like terrifying things like I my favorite movie as a kid was Poltergeist right um it was just the coolest thing ever and I and I ultimately ended up loving Alfred Hitchcock and like Tales from the Crypt and you know, um, all of those things, like all of the scary things that you could, um, all of that, like I was drawn to everything that was abnormal and weird. Right. And so it, there I was this cheery, like, um, a type personality growing up and I was a cheerleader and I, you know, was like, look at bouncy little Lizzie. But I also had this background of these very like dark, gritty, bizarre things that I was fascinated with. And I always have been. So, Sometimes that shows up in my artwork or things that I write um, just because I'm fascinated with things that's 
a lot of times people are afraid of, right? And I think that that's part of, I think my curiosity, like I grew up very, very curious about everything, right? And so, um, and hopefully that, I think that's something that's vital in, in anyone. Like if you can instill anything in your children, like curiosity, I think is the, the number one thing, like don't be afraid to, to be curious, right? And so that was, so, you know, that book, I guess, is my inspiration. Um, Ron, it, it fundamentally is, is you know, uh, growing up was, you know, his work and, and, and he was an inspiration of mine. And then the, I just started looking at other artists, like I said, you know, as film, as far as film is concerned, you know, Alfred Hitchcock and all of those things, um, Val Luton. And, um, and then I think growing into um, an adult, you know, ultimately my inspiration now, like what inspires me now is, is my daughter, you know, it's like, um, it's her, you know, like, and I, that may sound like people, you know, people say stuff like that and they're like, Oh, my kids do, but no, it's so true. Like she is so like incredible. And, um, you know, like my, like I think of something, I'm like, I want Izzy to see this thing or she will do something that I'm like, Holy crap. Like that you, you see, um, their raw and real and ridiculous ability in something like Izzy's a phenomenal actress. She's a phenomenal writer. Like the stuff that she started writing when she was very young was like, I mean, incredible. Like I, I'm, I've never been on that level. Right. You know, even now, like the stuff that she comes up with and conjures on her own, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's insane. So you know, she's my constant source of inspiration. I mean, I do have a friend who, you know, um, she pushes me and pushes me and she's kind of been on again, off again, kind of like my muse just with stuff because she's such a cheerleader of mine and, you know, she collects my artwork and, you know, she's amazing. But as far as like, um, as far as like constant, um, current, uh, you know, inspiration. I mean, I look at, I guess sometimes I look at other artists work, but you know, like I'm a single mom. So my priority is always like just getting things done and, and, you know, doing things. And sometimes I feel like, um, I'm in a little bit of a, you know, like I'm in my little fallout shelter. So I don't, I don't really look at a lot of other things or other artists, you know, like constantly or even frequently. So I guess I draw my motivation. I draw from either and inspiration, like things that are happening again, like in society or politics or with other people or the environment, but also um, just with Izzy, you know, uh, who she is as a person and, you know, what she is doing or what she's going through, or maybe something that I want to put into this world that I want to try to make a little bit more permanent in regards to something that, you know, uh, I feel like I should comment on that, you know, if it's, if I'm trying to you know, inspire Izzy, or if I'm trying to, to say something that I hope that she doesn't forget, like, or uh, something like that. And I, I want it to exist forever. Like, right. I don't want it to evaporate and, and, you know, into, to just fall into the world and then turn to dust. Like I wanted to stay around for a while. So instead of just saying the words, right. I'll put it onto a canvas, right. I'll carve it out, um, you know, and hopefully lead that way, these breadcrumbs for Izzy to where she can, like go back and go, ah, yeah. Like I remember that, or this is, this was important or maybe, you know, or this was, this was vital. It's just something that mom was trying to say. And so, yeah, like that's, I think that hopefully answers um, your question on those. Like just, where do we start? A Lizzie, a Lizzie, a Lizzie, a Lizzie. That's so cool. 
there's like, where do we start? I mean, I just wrote a fucking paragraph. Talk to me. Talk to me. I love that she pointed out that when she was three, like it was very apparent she had these like fine motor skills. And then shortly after that, she's introduced to somebody who is hugely inspiring military vet Ron. Shout out Ron. Ron. Like just mom showing you the paintings. And it was dark. And she was like, I'm And you're like, uh, what is that? I'm interested. Sign me up. I'm gonna give me oh, more of that. Uh, I'm gonna recreate. I'm gonna recreate that real yeah. quick, and just get in trouble at school. And mom's gonna be like, "What? Praise you don't even know that? how amazing you get this praise is." Praise for that. I had such a callback to when I got in trouble for wearing lipstick at school in first grade. I think it was. <laughs> yeah, in first a grade. Fast. Yes, because I was used to wearing it for dance. Uh, recitals and you're and like I've already had it. So what are we talking? I'm used about? to fake eyelashes, the lipstick, and I'm like, you know what? If you guys are gonna make fun of my big lips, I'm gonna do something about mm-hmm. it. Okay, I'm gonna put. They were insecure. On. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm like, here they are, and I got in trouble, sent to the principal's office. What's your mom say? Supported me fully. You better fully supported me. She Shout out to the moms out there. Always did, and when I got accused for plagiarism, she came in there and she was like, Mm-mm. "How dare you? How? I know for a." Fact that wasn't plagiarized because I see everything my daughter yes, puts through to you. Yes, and I'm proud of her. And I am proud of her. And just because you think that she wrote this better than the other seventh graders in here does not mean that you can accuse her of plagiarism. Mm. Okay? And then I believe she got fired shortly after that for some issues with young kids. Look so. at that. Look at that. Your mom already spotted out. Spot the lie. Spot the crime. Shout out to the moms. Shout out to the moms. Supportive I should check, fact check myself to make sure that's a true fact because I don't want to be accusing people. But hey, yeah, if people want to fact check me, they will. Hey, uh, talk about it. I just love that she was so clear on the inspirations, like how she was able to tell us exactly where she picked it up from and who she was inspired by at that age with that medium of art. Or it's like this guy just story told in seemingly different ways. And so she saw that as a possibility to storytelling create in different ways which is so cool part of your brain goes like did i have that i don't know if i had that and it's like i think that we do have those those inspirations we do have those stories of like oh yeah and maybe it's not just one person maybe it's the fact that it was everybody yeah even the book you know what i mean yeah right books People, Any surroundings, television. I mean, you. I think you get inspired to be a chef or a culinary cook by tasting food. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's. I think that's cool. I think. I think it could come from any place. It's just you just gotta move where you felt that you you're interested in. And she sounds like she's been doing that with everything she's done, and she's interested in making people feel a certain way. And, and then especially with her daughter, it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, just, you know, and it doesn't always have to be a kid, but it's like we've heard people say that where their kids are so such a powerful feeling. Well, and really what she's saying, too, is the fact is I am a single mom. I am Shout living out. this. I know. Amazing. Shout out to you. Shout out to my sisters. Shout single out to the single moms, moms out there. Out there. Like, just crushing life. Just just being here, taking that task on. The fact that the stars align for that to happen for you, you're powerful. You're strong. Uh, but the fact that that is the reality, and you're like, I'm, I'm always going to be a storyteller. This is my reality right now. I'm being inspired by this right now. And using that to 
tell things or say things or have an opinion about something. I know she said she wanted to... What did she say? Um, like if something was happening in politics or... Oh, yeah, she would... She would yeah, she would... She would have an opinion about it. She would create it. Yeah, where and it's not. It's like the anger is creating something beautiful, and I like that so much. I mean, it's creating something, and I think we put our spin yeah. on it, right? Like you're buying. I mean, when she even explained to some of the pains that you have, it's like you're buying a feeling that they had. That's yeah. cool, bro. Yes. Like a point of view that they had on something, and then that could be something to you different, entirely different. When we were coming up with the stories for them. That would be a really cool thing to feature on the website, like have the pictures of the art and then have their, if you want to hear their interpretation of what they created. Like, I would love to be like, what were you thinking about? What was in your mind when you were creating this yeah. piece? Like, how cool would that be? I love I mean, it. when we go to museums or galleries and it's like, you know, the the fine print and you have the random person. It's like, did you know? And yeah. You're like, what? And you're like, I, I'm just going to believe you. And I'm sure you're being honest because you've probably researched this place I and hope, been yeah, here yeah. for the fifth time. But like, <laughs> like I, I'm i an history buff. How and you're cool like, oh, to hear okay. the artists speak about it. That's revolutionary. Yeah. Boom. 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 Created. Boom. That's what we're creating right now. Shout out to the artists out there. Putting uh, a stamp on time and life. Exactly. That's our. These are our timestamps. We're digitally timestamping we right here. now. We were here on this world. We existed. Yeah. yeah. We made a difference. We sure dang sure dang did, did. and are and, and will. <laughs> God, be cool. I, she should tell us her top scary movies because um, I know she said Poltergeist and some Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's into some weird stuff. Yeah. And I'm into that because yeah, you're like... Yeah, we're into that. Just the we're a couple of weirdos. Are you really into that? I'm into the... What? Weird stuff? Post, poltergeist. Oh. Um, I wasn't saying I'm into that. I'm into the uniqueness <laughs> of like how how she operates. How her yeah, brain yeah, is yeah, operating. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I'm not as drawn to scary movies. I'm yeah. not opposed to it. Like, I'll definitely put it on. I think it's... I don't know. I'm not as jumpy. I, and it's... Mm, so then you're like, why am I here? It's not why I'm here. I still appreciate it. It's just, um, yeah, I don't know why I'm not as drawn to them as like a comedy or, or something else. Maybe I am like worried that it's going to give me nightmares or something. Yeah, some of them. I mean, the Dahmer joint, that was not scary, but it started getting Eerie. <laughs> it was creepy. Bro, like, Bro you got to push fast. And I know you can, so. I know I can too. Maybe we should do that. Yeah, we just got to get her to tell us. The ones to watch, and we'll watch them. And then, yeah, maybe we'll have a watch party. Yeah. Live I, in entertainment. That'd be so great. Like, I really want uh, the description, too. Like, watch party this with is, creators. This, perfect. Just keep creating this brand. It's building <laughs> itself. It's snowballing itself. I just feel like we'll interview people in the most randomest areas. We'll That's what we love. That's interview what we love. with the We're here creator. with the Quidditch champions. And we're just, we're, just, we're just on the field, and we're about to play a game. We're like... <laughs> Yo... Catch us real quick. Get the DP on that. You guys got it. Got the shot. Elizabeth, hear us out. Next interview. Yeah, we're going to meet you on the field outside. We're going to be. We're going to be playing stoop ball. Why not? Over. I mean, I'd love that. I have seen interviews where people are like cooking. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be so fun. Cooking with the creator. See, we can do our own like platform. Donate to us. We'll tell the stories yes. of people's lives. And we'll, we'll do the, a personal thing about that creator. 
Yeah, exactly. Elizabeth a whole expose. Show us where. See how, we'll see how fun they are. We'll, we'll do yeah. a fun meeting. We'll oh, meeting. Rating. Eat their food. Eat we'll their food. We'll watch their films. And then we'll give them a we'll good rating. We'll talk about art. Of, of who they are as a whole, as a whole not collective. just as an artist. Yeah, not just as the person whose art is in my thing. And then that way people who love her also can experience more of her. Where they're oh, like... The re- yes, they all wanna- of her that makes her art so great. Yeah, exactly. And that really does like paint the picture that at least the best way we can tell the story that we see. Yeah, and that's so these cool. people are impactful, and we want to tell their story. Yes, and Here I could see like the visuals with like our podcast voices like over some of the visuals of the visit. Like Easy. that's cool. Easy. That's so fun. Easy. We story tell however we want to. We do. Boom. All right. Do you have anything else for that? We got two more to go. I mean, I'm into it, but we're you know we're far. So hope. yeah, I mean, we can split it into two though. It's gonna be a two parter. Let's have it be a two parter. All right, two-parter. All, All right. right. We're in. Uh, I love you. Love you. Keep up. Is that a good level right there? Is that a good level? I mean, we could start the podcast. Let's do it. <laughs> it's like you have a shit stain on your sweatpants. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or like bird shit. Yep. Yeah. I had to wipe. I didn't have any toilet paper. It's the guacamole. <laughs> the guacamole. I mean, it's the avocado. It's like from what? It's the avocado. I'm cleansing your head. Thank you. With selenite. With selenite. It's a nice uh, precursor mm. to the episode where we're going to talk about um, embracing uncertainty. <laughs> Uh, which Anna, Ricky with Anna, gave me the inspiration for. Ricky with Anna. And she's a... That just sounds funny. She's a fucking crystal Ricky master. It just sounds funny. Where she has you? saved my life. Bro, what? So shout out to her. Shout she's out She's a creator to her. that I'm interested in talking to one day. That's all I'll say. Maybe that's a little, okay. like, sprinkle in the universe. If that's a possibility, let it be, let it be. Are we going to start part two, or should we reintroduce? <laughs> All right, <laughs> you said you sounded so cool. It's a funny shit, but why are you so? Why are you? Why am I leaning towards you? Yeah, I don't I'm know because my body is kind of comfortable right to... this. I know, but I'm like leaning forward, bang. No, I think right. I was like leaning back in such a way for so I just, long. I didn't want to be too close. You know, I'm trying to be better with my mic. And also, etiquette. I'm aware of like how am I gonna navigate the situation to move the elizabeth recording to close you know what i mean yeah, you put it down you're just so it's it like i was kind of out. like leaning we'll put it down when you whenever you're ready so we're gonna this is what i'm thinking this is what i'm thinking about it i don't need this open bro at all i don't even know why that's there <laughs> at all maybe because to take notes maybe to take notes you ready to start this thing yeah bro i've been ready born ready what do you mean let's do it what do we what do we have to do Okay, well, we're talking, we're doing part two of Elizabeth Martin, part a.k.a. Two. Nelson. Hey, uh, if you keep it in there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to probably do it. We'll, we'll keep, I have to now. Um, and I don't, yeah, we loved everything she talked about last time. Yeah, we did. I know how much time we took, so I don't even want to give us too much of a forward intro. So I think we just jump in, see what she says, and respond accordingly. What do you think? Both feet. What's up? So I think your last question was, how do I go about 
creating or like, you know, being my own boss, like how am I, um, I guess, how do I do what I do as a creator? Um, I think that there is always a certain level of, I guess, discipline that is involved with when you're going to be, you know, your own boss, or I guess anyone who is a creative entity probably understands that whole, like, you know, level of procrastination. That's like, Hey, I'm not going to do the thing right now. Or, but I think that that is rooted in intimidation, right? I mean, Anybody who's ever read, and I, I bring this up all the, all the time, I love Hemingway, but anybody who's ever read The Old Man and the Sea will hopefully know that that is about that really brutal um, struggle, uh, the, you know, of the creative process, right? Like we, we destroy ourselves um, just to get the thing out, right? To reel the thing in, you know, that in that, in that story, um, you know, he, he, uses his hands to to reel in this massive marlin right and and, and the imagery that, that he writes about of his you know how he's destroying his hands i mean that's that's his livelihood right so it's almost like this we have to tear ourselves down right and basically brutalize ourselves to to wrestle out the beast right like there's something in there that we have to be able to to pull out of ourselves right and so it's not easy it's never it's never an easy thing so a lot of times um you know people have to have a certain amount of courage right and and also like discipline so i i create on multiple fronts right like um whether it's uh drawing and you know my sketches that then lead to my artwork um whether it's my writing, it's, you kind of have to, you have to come to terms with your own, you know, um, insecurities, whatever demons that you're fighting, you, you have to come to terms with, you're going to do that probably every damn time that you put your, that you put your pen to paper, or if you're, you know, if you write on a computer, or if you're going to start, um, you know, a new sculpture or something. I mean, it's always intimidating, but you have to come to terms with it. I think that, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be afraid, right? You're going to be afraid and you should just get used to that level of, of discomfort. Like why my thing is don't ever do anything um, that you're just really comfortable with, right? Like if it's especially in the, you know, when it comes to creativity. So I always try to be um, uncomfortable, like run towards the thing you're afraid of. I'm probably not the most organized person on earth. I mean, having said that, um, you know, do I want to sleep until 10 AM? Probably, I, but I can't, there's just no way that I'd be able to do that. Right. Um, and so when I'm going to like, when I'm going to do a painting or a sculpture that, you know, is on canvas, I, I end up, uh, I commit to it, right? Like I come into agreement with myself that once that I have the thing, like right now I'm working on a commission, right? For a client who she's going to give to um, one of my collectors, right? You know, that it's going to be his Christmas present. And so, you know, it's a really, it's a highly personal thing for me. And, and I, you know, I haven't come to the right idea. And so I will allow myself that, I guess, that grace period of 
that I need to, I, I don't need to pressure myself when it comes to my artwork to try and create something that is magnificent until I'm ready, right? And I'm not saying that my artwork is like magnificent, but in my mind and in my heart, I have to come to terms with it. The cool, awesome thing that I feel proud of. If it hasn't poured out, I don't, I don't ever push myself, right? Like I walk around, I go places, I do things. I, and I don't ever try to force, uh, you know, like a square peg into a round hole because that can be um, catastrophic, right? You also have to be very serious and disciplined about who you will work with and why and when and where, right? Because as I've gotten a little bit older, I've realized, no, I don't have to work with everyone. It's not about money for me. It's not about you know, any of that. So I don't have to work um, for anyone, right? Or do anything for anyone um, when money is not the, you know, my motivation, right? And so having said that, like with my my scripts, right? So that's what I do for a living is I'm a script writer. That's how I earn my, my living. And it is, again, it's my storytelling. Um, one thing I've had to do with my writing is I do have deadlines, right? So um, if I have a deadline to do something with my writing, um, that means I have a lot of people counting on me, right? So it, it depends on like, we're going to shoot it like, okay, well, I've, I've written something, I've planned it as, as well as a production. Like if I'm going to produce something, there are a lot of people that um, have, you know, uh, that depend on me, right? And so I'll have a deadline and I kind of do, I'll do the same thing. I have to give myself a certain amount of freedom to then know that I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write out the thing, the, the right thing. Um, the thing that I think is going to get us the closest to exactly what like the client wants or that I want or the product that's best for the production or, you know, whatever. So I have to give myself, you know, a, I've got that time, that deadline. Right. Um, but I have to give myself the time. So B is the, you just have to be gentle with yourself and, and go, okay, uh, if we walk this back, let's say I have a deadline two weeks from now, right? If I, if I walk it back and go, okay, by this date, usually about a week out, like by this date, uh, I have to have somewhat of a formed idea, right? And then, you know, maybe four days before the deadline or, you know, three days, I'm like, it's time for me to sit down and, and really, if I don't have something already, just like wrestle out those demons, right? You know, and so um, it, it really is, it's about, I think that the biggest thing is being comfortable with what you're going to do. And even if, here's the other thing, being comfortable with that nothing ever has to be perfect. And that if it comes out as crap at first, that's totally fine, right? Like it's fine if it's crap at first because um, you can change it or you can evolve it or maybe later in a few days, you're not going to think it's crap, right? So I've done that like multiple times. Like I've I've had an idea of how I wanted to to do something, whether it was artwork or whether it was a script or whatever. I'm like, oh, this is this is it. This is the most wonderful, awesome thing. And then I have had to be open to like outside perspectives or like if it doesn't come out exactly, I was thinking, go, Oh wait, how can I work with this? Like, so there's a certain level of like agility too. like, you can't just hold on so tightly that you, 
that it has to be that thing, right? The thing that you were really in your mind, like envisioning that it's going to be that thing. So you have to be able to be like agile, like, you know, you that allow whatever this thing is that you were doing to evolve and don't hold on so tightly that you can't see the cool stuff that's going to come from it. Like, I don't believe in failure. I only believe in lessons, right? And so even if something is like super bad that happens there, if you, if you call it bad, right, you negate the possibility that it, you could learn something positive from it. Right. So, um, I always just have, Oh, I learned how, you know, how not to do this. That's super cool. Or I, I learned, you know, something new at this, like, Oh, this is a new technique. Like I just allow myself to kind of always be in that space of, you know, Hey, this is a, this could work or maybe that doesn't work, but that's cool. Like, what about this? Or I shouldn't have done that. Um, you know, but I, I will say I always, once that I have the idea or I have the thing, I dive in with like reckless abandon. Like I just uh, full force, you know, um, where I am so driven and so, you know, on it that I put blinders on and I don't stop until it's like done. Now, I will say with some of my artwork, I've had to step back because the process takes longer. Like it's a multi-step process. So something has to, like this has to dry and, you know, and then it has to cure. And then I have to carve this out. But like when I get to this stage of like carving something, um, you know, I'm in it to win it. I may stay up all night so I can carve it out, you know, like I'm not going to stop until, you know, the thing that is on, you know, the canvas starts to look like what's in my mind, right. Or in my mind's eye that I see it, um, you know, materialize. So, um, and the same thing with my writing, like once that I have that idea and I'm like on a roll, I will just go for it. Right. I'll just, just it's full force as much as I can. So, um, I just think that there's a certain, level I guess to wrap it up like there's a certain level of commitment that you have to commit to you know what you're going to do but also you have to allow yourself a certain amount of grace you know like to be like oh do I how am I feeling about this and then also I guess kind of lastly is that there is that allow things to happen right like allow things to happen with it and don't hold on so tightly that that it just, you know, then you're like, oh my God, it's ruined, or oh, this is terrible. No, nothing is really terrible. Um, you know, there are some things that are like, oh, that, that wasn't the greatest work I've ever done. But you know, what's weird is almost every time I've been like, hey, I don't really like that, or that's terrible, or I feel like that's bad. It Somebody is like, oh my God, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen, or this is the coolest thing I've ever heard. And they like, love it, right? And what that means is, is that I feel like that when I create something, it never belongs to me, like not ever, like it's never, I've never owned anything that I've ever made, right? And it's, I've always created everything that I've done from a space of that this is meant to be consumed by someone else, or this is meant to be owned by someone else. This belongs to other people. It does not belong to me. I had somebody ask me once, she's like, oh my gosh, isn't it hard for you to put everything into these pieces, like your artwork. And then is it, you know, isn't it hard to get rid of it? And I was like, no, I've never even thought about it like that before. Um, I'm intentionally keeping two pieces of my artwork because I like them. Right. But 
Um, I've never, but if someone was like, that's mine, I have to have it. I love it. You know, then I would probably, you know, I'd sell it to them or whatever. But I mean, like I have, I, every time I've created, uh, something, I always have a person that they're like, oh my gosh, I need that. Like, like shit, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And I need it. Like, and, and I've had people say like, I need it to be happy. I, it makes me happy. I need it to feel you know, to be fulfilled in my life. And it's bizarre that people will say that to me, but I have had that happen my whole life with all kinds of things. Right. And so it's that I have, it's like, I have a present for someone, but I don't know what it is yet. And I don't know who the recipient is. Right. I just know that I have a gift to give and someone, the person that, that that gift is meant for, they're going to let me know when they see it. I mean, that could sound like totally cheesy, but it's the truth. That's how I view everything. So then when someone's like, Oh my God, I need that thing. Then I'm like, Oh, this belongs to you. Here you go. Here's your thing. You know? Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I guess that's how I do all the things is it's just, um, I look at it with, there is some, I guess, some level of organization um, and, uh, and then, you know, determination and, and grace, you got to give yourself grace and be agile, you know, all those things are, are how I get things done. But um, I, I think my ambition and my drive and my determination to just keep doing the things that I'm doing right um, is probably, you know, outside of like, like Izzy and things like that. That's probably my biggest motivation. I'm always, um, you know, chasing that next thing. Like I get, you know, uh, Matthew McConaughey had said something like he's chasing future him. And I do that, right? Like I'm always trying to outdo myself past in the past, right? Like my past self, like what can I, what can I do that was cooler than, you know, um, Lizzie did the past, right? So uh, I guess that's really it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I took a full page of notes. Good, 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 good. I love your notes. I was going to tell you that. I don't know that you take good notes. I would I, sit behind you in class to cheat. Yes, I love taking notes. I enjoy my handwriting. I enjoy writing. I get, and they help my notes because I wrote things down, but I, again, note taker. Not that great. That's why I was like, oh man, this is tough for me. But when we talk about it, it'll resonate. I don't know what you mean. Well, I wrote down Old Man in the Sea as a creative process book because she was so vividly explaining that process of the hands and she was talking about that in relation to what we do as creators like and destroy ourselves with like procrastination. And, you know, she's talking about realizing that you have to be able to like just have ooh, self-respect <laughs> and like come, you just like come to terms with your own insecurities. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yep, I know this is going to be a thing. This is going to be a roadblock for me. I know I procrastinate or I know I do whatever to get in my own way and just be like, okay, well I'm going to do the, th- do, I'm just going to do the thing because I want to. Yeah. And I just felt like that was so just authentic and cool. It just sounded so, that makes sense to her, you know, where She's like, I don't even know. It's not for me. I'm just, I'm just creating it. I don't know who the recipient is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's so inspiring. I thought I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I'm. Uh, thank you for the time update. Okay, Missy. Like, uh, uh, did not in, she, just intruding on our podcast, bro. On? She's like, give me a shout out. I'm not gonna say her name. She no. knows what she did. She's yeah. in timeout. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we, there was a lot of parts where I was like, oh, my gosh, it feels like we're doing that. Or if, in my mind, not saying it because we heard it, really, because it's like, oh, I, I do feel like 
we've been finding our insecurities and kind of leaning it. I mean, like, I feel like even with the comedy part that we just did out there, it's like, it's like, oh my God, it was so fun making fun of myself. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think that is like, like, that's the fun parts that I do when I'm out and about that makes me relatable. Because I'm like, these are the thoughts I have about myself. So it was real cool. Like, hearing her just like, you got to embrace that. And I'm like, I think we do. I think. Yeah, I felt that same way with how everything was flowing with the, with, your comedy like it was just so enjoyable it was we talk about that flow state you know it was so enjoyable in that flow state and I mean, then she talked about it too and I, I like that yeah yeah i feel like again like you said she hit on so many things that we were just talking about before we even listened to to her talk so it's so cool how it's like oh yeah that's been like a week that we've had that or something and we listened to it now when we were just talking about it before this yeah, I think I think it's cool to feel it. Like yeah. what she's talking about. Some of the things and then some of the things I'm like, I can't relate to that when she was like when she was like, I gotta get it done. And I'm like The drive ambition. I have a reckless abandoned uh like a abandoned. thirst. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, Oh, that's so I thought it was so cool. But yeah. I was like, Oh I I couldn't I, I couldn't relate. And so I was like, ah That's funny because we try to my, put ourselves in, in their my, shoes. Yeah, maybe in the past where I maybe would say that that's the closest thing that I would relate to. But like right now, no, like it's different. And it's not that I don't want to be, but it's like, I think I asked the question of like, what does that look like? Yeah. I asked now. myself the same question. Like, do I do that? Like, I mean, the comedy thing, what, what does that look like? Am I doing that? Cause I, I mean, I think I, we do it on accident when we get lost in the flow, but it's like, I mean, we, you've done it, you know, I think we've done it where you're on the computer late at night and you're just like, yeah. And your parents are like, Hey, do you want to go to bed? And you're like, hold on. I just got. Oh, totally. I'm doing... I'm not even saying as a teen. I know I, I know. I switched in and out, but it, it's simple as that. Like, But as an adult doing work that you want to do, like when you're putting in the effort for you, I'm like, that's cool. And I remember I in one part of my life, I was doing that with a book or something. Like yeah. Where I felt like I was... I wanted my knowledge, my thirst for knowledge was so thirsty or whatever that it's just... I, I couldn't even think about other people. Yeah, I think that's just, an, like, speaking of the Matthew McConaughey quote with, like, comparisons, it's, like, that I feel like even those thoughts are so compar- comparing to, like, our old selves and how we would, how we would be, where it's, like, does that, does that really, okay, so that's true, so then what? I thought, well, I think I do that, well, I will say, for, I'll speak for myself. Okay, I right. think, I think I, 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 I do like that, 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 that idea of, like, I mean, it, I really want to have fun this year, and, and what does that look like? And I think, I do compare, of what, have, what have I done? Like, okay, cool, I've traveled, but I want to do something else. Yeah. Or, like, now I have a better appreciation for traveling. Like, mm-hmm. going back to Arizona, it's like, I'm like, I think, oh, I think that makes me feel good when I compare my old self. Yeah, I do feel like in those ways that are comparison, like, comparison-driven, that feels good to compare. To be like, look at... Look at how much I can appreciate this thing now. I felt the same way when we went to Arizona, where I just, I loved the drive. Like, I loved the the conversations. I love everything about it. It just was like, I, I really could feel myself appreciating it more. And I kind of feel the same way with, like like you said, really being able to feel her words. Because I think at some points, like, you could hear this and everything could sound nice. And you're like, cool, good for you for, like, figuring it out. But it's like, I do feel like a lot of the things she said did resonate. Yeah. And But I did compare myself when she was like, 
oh yeah, I stay up late when I have something to stay up late. I'm carving, I'm doing this. I'm like, fuck, I'm not staying up late for mm, anything lately. I see, I see, I see, I see. I think I have those thoughts. And I was like... I get those thoughts. And then I do. I compare myself to the old version. I'm like, oh, I was so, I was so driven. It's mm, like... Yeah, we do say things like that. I don't know why it has to be an absolute. It's like, okay, so I was driven about that thing at that time and now I'm like just living and letting that be part of the experience. Like, give yourself grace, you know? And I think that, yeah, I guess that then it falls under that. Give yourself grace. And then it's like, all right, cool. But I, I think, I think, I think most of the times we don't compare. I don't, you know, I think, I think, I think the, um, you know, back to the documentary thoughts. Yeah. You know, Shout out, please. I just think, I think, I think that those thoughts are that. <laughs> when it comes up, I think it's like, uh, but seeing it and like, oh, that's not real. I think, I, I hope I, I, I. I don't sit in that feeling because I feel like comparing myself to my old self still makes me feel bad. Yeah. So I'm like, because I, I do feel like what we did today is is whatever that is in my mind. I feel like we, in different ways, we, we just feel that when we feel it. But I think the memory of when you hear someone else's experience, when they're locked in, it's like this is their form of it. I'm like, I have different forms of it every now and then. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The different forms of I'm the not, lock-in. I'm not looking like trying to carve out through the night because I'm, I just hope I'm immersed and I'm present. I think that's cool that she could be present for that long. I don't think she suffers with the same things that we do. And I also think this, like, this agreement with the body of, like, we just talked about earlier, like, you're in your flow state and then you get out of it and you're like, do I force myself to stay in this because I'm on the mic and it felt good for so long but then after 51 minutes like it doesn't so and I didn't even like, I didn't even know what time I was in I just knew it felt good and I was I was right. happy to stop exactly but and I was it's so like, proud of well, I mean I'm in the moment of being proud I feel like she doesn't even feel proud of herself in my mind like where know, she's yeah. at and how many times it sounds like she's done that yeah, like she's, but it's just she used habitual. The word, she used the word discipline quite well. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's something I don't have. So I think to do that, I think it's, it's an immense type of being just present. And I, I think I'm learning how to do that. And I think we're experiencing small parts of that. Yeah, you know, I, I think agree. we've experienced in our past, but for things like work. I agree. Well, I think, <laughs> I think it's like, like... That doesn't sound fun. I used to immerse myself behind my computer screen for hours and hours until closing time and people are like Ian you going home and I'm like no nah, I gotta and I, I used to do that that's not glamorous though she's doing it for art that's yeah. cool yeah and I guess it's like this is in our way sometimes it is behind the computer our version of art and how we're sharing it oh yeah you know? I mean art, art is different yeah I think when you're drawing I think you are immersed in it yeah I agree You've you've completed some cool cool things, where uh, you know I know you're always complimenting me, but I'm like your drawings are so cool. I know you know, I, you've seen videos where you're like, oh that's so. I mean even Stutz or Stutz, Stutz. Yeah. Like the whole drawings. animations are like you know his whole therapy seems like around drawings. And so stuff. cool. But he's not an art therapist. I know. Or a psychologist. He's just he's just art like therapy. this is my way. He's just like this is yeah. my way. He's like I'm an artist too. I have of. Parkinson's and I'm drawing. <laughs> yeah, but he's cool. What? So I think I think I, in my mind that's why it's it's yeah, I'm so close. I think that's why it's different. Uh, I had this idea when she was saying you can't hold on so tightly to the thing you were envisioning. You, she's saying you stay stay open to new techniques and ways of doing things, and once one hits, yeah, that's when she's talking about being driven and staying up, whatever. She has a lot of quotes. 
Then, bro, at the end, quotes, bro, bro, at the end, I wrote lessons with Lizzie. Oh yeah, let's fucking. I'm, I'm gonna. Flip them like, I had boom, the idea boom. to create. Uh, now I'm shouting. <laughs> I had the idea to create a reel, like a reels or a TikTok thing with like. Oh, I'm gonna put some fire graphic designs together. I already have fire photos of her artwork. This will be fun. Where it's like that's my version of like driven. Where it's like that's a cool thing to put my. Oh shoot! And then then guess what? Yeah, you know, we got everything. We have all the things. Like we are doing the things. Yeah, this right? is it. This is what it takes. Yeah, this is what it takes. The the dreaming, the doing. I mean, you this you you immerse yourself in your focus when. I mean, this is your art, right? Like, you do it's a right. podcast. It's part of it. Yeah. And you edit. Yeah. And editing takes a lot. Yeah, it, it takes does. a lot. Yeah. And you had to you, listen to yourself. You're and locked then in. You got to write about over. it. And then yeah, I talked about it with Lizzie. But in order to, like, really market yourself, like, that takes a lot of effort. You know, we're talking about that. Like, what does that mean? At first, she had someone out here who was selling her artwork. And then she was like, well, my artwork, I'm now selling more by myself through my own marketing. And it's like, but in other areas, it, you know, she's saying she's a full-time writer. My question is, like, does that feel good? Do you like being on these deadlines that she was talking mm-hmm. about? You know? Or do you like more of the freedom of being like I'm inspired when I'm inspired? Cause I mean, I think uh, it sounded like she she had a balance. I don't know. It sounded like she didn't like she didn't. It sounded like she enjoyed both. Like, or she realized the necessary evil of writing. If it if that's what it is, that's what it's calling for. If yeah. The, I mean, I guess in my way, maybe she's saying like that's the way she wants, or is accepted. Yeah, that's or what likes. I'm curious about. I'm just, I'm, I'm curious. Maybe like, yeah, she, I am, I am, yeah. Maybe she is saying that. I was just like, oh, how would that feel to me? That's probably why I have the question. Did you, you do you not like deadlines? Well, I like, I do actually like <laughs> deadlines. Um, I was like, what's that? Well, I've, I was thinking of like, hmm, how can I answer that truthfully? Because I've been trying to give myself less productivity where I'm like, my to-do list, I don't want to shame myself for not doing it. And so I'm trying to give myself less deadlines to be like, you have to do this on Tuesday. You have to do this on this day. But I do, I think the, the thing she said, discipline, I think those are the ones where you do have to. And, 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 and then she said, and I, I did love what she said. Like there was moments where I was like, okay, Lizzie's a little Miss Perfect. No, I, I know. I'm she not, just knows everything. She's all the was, wisdom. There was moments where it was like, no, like she's like, yo, it doesn't have to be perfect. It yeah. doesn't just. Do your best. Right. But you have a deadline. Yeah. I felt, and then I, I thought, oh, yeah, the person on the other side, I just hope is understanding that this is the reality of yes. it or this is who I am. And if you right. don't, I hope that's good enough. But I mean, she's at a level or does it? I hope yeah. to where she's like, yo, th- that's just how it is. Right? right. Like you had deadlines at work. Yeah, exactly. You didn't get fired ever. Like, exactly. And actually, the fact that you I didn't have do deadlines. all the deadlines on time. I was going to say, I mean, the fact that I have deadlines, I always adhere to them right it's like i usually was the one who turned my homework in first so yeah. that won't be a problem i think it's when it's with art like that sounds different exactly like she's like, you make it something different it, she's, but right. i'm like if like in my mind that's the interesting thing and she's like hey they i want to want you to make a piece for them for christmas yes it's like does that mean you're on a deadline for christmas to create it but, exactly i mean it, that, that yeah and how does that affect you do you just tell them like, hey, nothing has come up yet? It's I'm not just gonna throw something together. That's really what I was wondering. Uh, like I wrote that down too. Or I'm like, how do you? Because she's like, the fact is, I'm just not, I'm not forcing it. Yeah, like yeah. I can't. She's like, 
the inspo hasn't hit yet. I have to accept the patience and realize you can yeah, but choose. I, in my mind, it's like, is the art, the art is just for, like, the art is her love and passion. And I think the writing can be still fun and in her passion. But I think writing, she said is her day job. She has a different word for it. Yeah. She didn't say painting is her day job. And I think for a day job, then deadlines and I guess that's not as artful or as freeing. Yeah, but I suppose if, like, I commissioned something for you from her and I, let's say, here's what I imagine, because she's like, I don't have the inspo yet. If I commissioned something for you and I'm like, I don't know what commission means. If I'm like, I want you to make something about, like, for Ian. I want you to make art for Ian. And all I say is, like, your deadline is your birthday. I'm like, 417, cool, whatever. And I... I don't know if that's all he, she has right now to be, like, going off of where she's like, I don't have any inspo. Mm. Or I'm, I'm wondering, like, what her process is to get inspo. That makes sense. Because I'm like, I would probably share so much about you to be like, I don't know what I want, but here's everything about him. Yeah, I don't know her process. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm curious about that. That's cool. Have we been talking for an hour and 25 minutes? Kind of. I want to say the last thing about her being like, I want to be more organized. I was like, bing, light bulb. Who said that? She did? Yeah. I wasn't paying attention to that part. She's like, well, in that case, I am organized. But beforehand, she was like, I want to be more organized. But right now, like in making something for a client. That makes sense. And she's like, but I give myself a two-week deadline. And then she's like, at four days before she does it. You remember that? Oh, none of this. I wasn't even here for the organized part. <laughs> I might have tuned up. Yeah, she's like, so if the deadline is two weeks from now, then I'll write that in my calendar, and then I'll get a notification, and I hopefully I have the idea by then. Jeez. And then she said four days before the deadline, maybe three, she'll actually go execute it. And I was like, oh, wow, that seems like... Jeez. Like a small Procrastinator. Window. Talk about it. It seemed like that to me. I mean, me. it doesn't sound like that's by choice, though. It or seems maybe like it she's just comfortable with that flow for her body, where she's like, that's I just fun. know myself. about the seat of her pants. Yeah, she's like, I know myself. I wish I would have heard that. She's a rebel, bro. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, it must be nice. I'll get it no, done. I get, that. I get that. She just trusts herself. I'll get it she done. She does. And if, it, if, if it's not good, then she wouldn't give it to him. Exactly. And it works. And she's like, it's not that serious at the same time. It's not. This is the time I had. This is the creative so I that, I mean, juice I could put into it. I think I think even the comedy that we've or been doing, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be good. I just know it was fun making it. You poured the cup. You poured pour the, the, the cup. And you might spill, but you pour the cup. You pour the cup anyway. Even if you spill. Brought to you by Mindful. Yes. I love you. I love you. Any other final words, baby? No, I hope you leave oh, one, of the, sneeze. one of the cool quotes. I was going to say keep up, and I will. Keep up. Keep up cool quotes, Ian. Emails with Ian. Don't forget to send in your emails. Oh, yeah, emails with Ian. Please. I forgot. I don't even know. Yeah. You got to send in your emails. Hey, guys, all we have a emails with Ian. Can you actually do it Sega. now? I'm gonna, I'll clip it and, like, okay. and brand it. <clears throat> okay. Okay. I got to explain it. Fuck. All right, here we go. Ready? Take one emails with Ian. Don't forget. <laughs> hey guys, what up? It's Ian, and you can do emails with Ian. What is that? You're wondering. You're like, what? What is emails with Ian? Everyone's wondering. Tell That's us. when you send us your emails that you want read 
We will plug in the segment here. Hey, uh, uh, Ian, yep. Nope, this is Bill. Yep. Yeah, Bill. We got, uh, we got Thomas on the line, too. Ian, I'll let, I'll let Bill tell you how to best send total commission of 25% on $400. That equals $100, by the way, total. Uh, and by the way, that, that's 15% me slash uh, 10% to uh, Bill. Now, I forget if they have this new particular way or new direct pay, internet pay favorite. Uh, but Bill will let you know what's easiest for all. Uh, and then Bill will, Bill will pay me from that. Thanks. And, uh, yeah, you know, actually, and if I'm wrong, if, if I have it wrong, just let me know. Bill! <laughs> Emails with Ian.